Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into Hump Day. It's Wednesday, January 25th, 2023. And as always, this podcast is brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, it's nasty and rainy outside today. What's one of your favorite things to have on a nasty, rainy morning? You would need a really good cup of coffee. A really good cup of coffee. Well, Billy, today's day is right up your alley then because I got the best cup of coffee. Today is National Irish Coffee Day. Let's go. I'm stoked for that. Yeah, I bet you are. That's right up your uh, alley. That is right up my alley. And we are, how many How many days away you think we are from uh, my National Irish Coffee Day? What, about uh, about a month and a half maybe away from away from St. Paddy's Day? Yeah, we're getting close. We are getting close. And this year it's on a Friday. Oh, my it, God. You're it gonna, is on a Friday. It's, oh God, I, I pray for your liver. <laughs> uh, we are 51 days away. We are 51 days away from St. Paddy's Day. Uh, we already have the festivities started to, starting to be planned out. We have all the food and everything. So today might be National Irish Coffee Day, but that is my National Irish Coffee Day. I will We will have the morning five that morning. Don't worry, folks. Uh, and I will be drinking an Irish coffee that morning because as soon as we get done with the morning five, it is tea time. We have our uh, annual golf outing on St. Patty's Day where uh, I try to hit, you know, Two balls off the tee around hole 10 or 11. Uh, we our, our, our golf score starts tanking in a bad way. Today is also National Fish Taco Day, Billy. You a fan of fish tacos? Bryce, can I tell you a secret? Sure. I've never had a fish taco. You know what? I, I will be honest with you, Billy. I don't think I have had fish tacos either. I, I love tacos, uh, oh. and I love fish. But I, I don't think I've ever been to a place that has served fish tacos and they haven't had something else that I would want to eat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not opposed to fish tacos. I would try fish tacos. They sound good. I, I love fish and I love tacos, um, especially from a like a, uh, a taco, you know, like a streetcar taco place. Those are the places that make usually the best tacos, soft tacos. Uh, I've never had fish tacos. Definitely would try them though, but I've I've never I've never had fish tacos just like you. It's it's I've just never had them. It's it's not that I wouldn't want to try. It's just I've never had them. Right, right. You're using a situation where the place you're eating at has different options other than fish tacos, and you know eat those. Yeah, I'm down to try fish tacos. Never had them. Certainly down to try them. Uh, Billy tonight, a big game for the Hawks, in, in my opinion. We have the Hawks versus the Thunder. This is sort of a get-right game, in my opinion. You know, we dropped a game versus the Hornets this past weekend, uh, and, and that, that's a game that we shouldn't have lost. And the other night, we lose to the Bulls, a, a game a game once again that, uh, you know, in my opinion, 
there's no reason we should have lost that game. Our offense was atrocious versus Chicago, you know, and in the in the Hornets game, we lose to a LaMelo ballless Hornets team, which is just embarrassing. The Hornets are terrible. Uh, so we're going up against the Thunder tonight. The Thunder are sort of similar in, uh, to the Bulls where they're a fringe playoff team. They've, they've really been playing really well as of late. I believe they are on sort of, I think they're seven and three in their um, in their last 10 games. So the, the Thunder are not a great team. They're, they're 11th right now in the West. But they're out of the playoffs. They started off the season really bad. They sort of caught in, you know, caught lightning in a bottle here lately going seven and three in their last 10 the big question for me and i don't know i don't know if you've seen this announced or not yet billy on twitter or anywhere uh are are okongwu and hunter going to be healthy are those two going to be healthy tonight versus the thunder that was a big thing that we saw versus the bulls is the depth wasn't there the the bench rotations weren't great Uh, hunter is our best defender I, i don't think that can be argued any other way deandre hunter is our best defender um, you know, no best, versi- best versatile defender. I, th- I think, you know, yeah. one, two, and maybe even three. Uh, DeJounte Murray is a very good defender, but I think Hunter can guard one through five, and he is our best one through five defender, and that's what killed us versus uh, the uh, the Bulls. Uh, DeRozan just went off. I mean, we had we had Bogey on DeRozan. Uh, we had Aaron Holiday on DeRozan. You know, we tried to switch off here and there. It just didn't work. So Hunter, is if he plays, he's going to have to be healthy. And he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to lock down uh, Shy. I mean, he is the engine that makes the the Thunder go. And is OO healthy? I love Clint Capella, but I really don't think he's healthy enough right now to play. You know, thirty plus minutes. I'd really like to see OO and Clint uh, divide up time. It, we we need the depth. I mean, we've been saying this all year. When this Hawks roster is healthy, they are one of the best rosters, or maybe not one of the best rosters, but they're a top five roster in the I would East. Think so opinion. yeah, they're top five, definitely yeah. them. And it's that's something that, but it has the, the whole caveat when when healthy. Bingo. And right now, that's been a big problem for the Hawks. Is we it, we can't go for a long stretch of period, a long stretch of games with with the Hawks being healthy. I don't understand that either. Like I just don't last time we had five, six games where we had our starting five and it wasn't, it wasn't on this five game winning streak because no, you know, we, we had a lot of people still out. So Uh, Billy, I I seriously can't tell you if we've had three games in a row where all five or not even all five, let's just say the seven top guys. I don't think we have had a three game stretch this year where our top seven guys have all been healthy. For those for the entirety of that three game stretch, and it's the same thing as last year, and I don't, I really don't understand it. Yeah, I don't either. And hopefully the Hawks can get can be able to bounce back after the fiasco Monday night. We do not want to go streaking the other way um, because that is not healthy for the Hawks. No, we don't um, want an anti streak. There is a lot of if you listen to the Hawks. Um, radio network and you know who they are there's a lot of hate right now for trey young for not being a leader for not being who he should be right now and you know it could be justified but at the same time it's still we've still got 30 plus games left you know there's still a chance to turn this season around so i'm i'm still holding out hope 
Yeah, and the and the people that are kind of harping on Trey for not being a leader. Listen, basketball players are divas. They all are. All the great ones are divas. They just are. That's that's the culture that basketball breeds. I mean, you look at LeBron, look at Kyrie, look at KD, look at all the good ones. I mean, I think uh, Giannis is kind of an outlier there, and and so is Doncic. Man, I really would like to have that guy right now. Uh, but I, you know, most of the great basketball players are divas, and then Trey falls into that same that same category. Trey is a diva. But that is what you have when you want to have a, a great basketball player, which Trey is. Yep. Um, he had a poor pr- shooting percentage versus the Bulls, but he, he's played really well in the month of January. Uh, you know, I'm not going to take that away from him just because of some, you know, artificial fan that thinks he should be a, a better leader. You know, I, maybe he should, but I, I'm not in the locker room. I'm not in practices. Uh, I'm going to support Trey in this Hawks team until uh, Trey's not on this team, which I hope is no time soon. But, you know, uh, leader, I, I think that's where Vince Carter played a big role the past, uh, you know, yep. let's see, two or three seasons ago. Um, I, I think he filled a big void there with a veteran presence in that locker room. And, and maybe, you know, Aaron Holiday's been around for a while. So is Clint. So is Bogey. I, you know, maybe they take up that mantle. But or who knows? Maybe uh, oh, what is, Kyle Korver coming in as assistant GM. Maybe, maybe he helps out with that with that um, with that little bit. But yeah. Need to get back on track versus the lowly Thunder tonight. Hawks and Thunder tonight at 8 p.m. And that will, oh. I think, is that a Bally game? Or is, is that not a national game, right? I would assume that is a Bally game. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think they're going to put the Hawks and the Thunder on a, uh, on a national game. Could be wrong, but I, I don't think, I think we only have one, we only have one more national game left and it's February 1st uh, at Phoenix. That's our, that's our last national game. The Hawks right now uh, started on Monday are in the midst of a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven uh, game streak where we are on the road. We have one lone home game in that eight game streak right there, uh, home versus uh, LA, the Clippers on Saturday. But other than that, we're about to go after that game on Saturday, we go on a one, two, three, four, five, five game road trip, Portland, Phoenix, Utah, Denver, and New Orleans. Ugh. So yeah. <laughs> Want to split that road trip. Want to split that road trip. Billy, it's the return of Audio Fun. Let's go. Got some good ones for you today. Uh, I, I cracked up. Honestly, I had so many last night that I thought about cutting one or two, and then I kept finding more and more and more. So these are, you know, these are these are extended fun little audio things from, um, I got an NHL clip on here too. Most of these are from the divisional round of the playoffs. And they're not all—they're not all commentators, you know, making funny gaffes. A lot of these are interviews. Uh, we have an NHL and a couple of a uh, couple of NFL. So the first—the first one we're going to hit up is Joe Burr showing a little moxie after the Cincinnati Bengals game, talking about all the fans that bought tickets for the neutral site AFC Championship game down in Atlanta. We talked about it yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. (laughs) (laughs) Better send those refunds, Billy. I love the moxie. I love it. He's a dog. I absolutely love Joe Burrow. He's awesome. And that was that was hilarious. And and honestly, when you speak of that. Um, I was talking with our buddy Clay Harden last night, and he got really good seats last night for or this weekend for cheap for this coming weekend's uh, game against Kansas City because every the Mercedes-Benz Stadium was sold out, but wow. there, was, there was 
like 40,000 seats available in Kansas City. Billy, Billy, where did the Chiefs play again? In Arrowhead Stadium in Missouri. No, 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 no. What's, this, what's, the, what's the location, the name of the place? Missouri, Kansas City. Kansas City. Okay, just keep that in mind for a couple a couple audio funds down the road. Kansas City. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Annunciation, annunciation is important as I mess up the word annunciation. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, Billy, Billy, pronunciation and annunciation, it's hard. It's even harder in the NHL when you have no idea who some of these players and coaches' names are or team names. This is a lady from Fox 5 in D.C. trying to pronounce some head coaches' names and team names in the NHL. Former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreaux has been fired by the Vancouver Can- Canucks. The team announced the change Sunday, less than a week after president of hockey operations Jim Rutherford said major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. Rick Tukid was hired as Boudreaux's replacement. Whoa. Billy, who the, who the hell are the Canucks? Okay, first of all... <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Um, <laughs> I didn't see this one, so I that one was hearing it. Wow, uh, it's first of all, it's Boudreaux. That's what I was thinking. Okay, it's gotcha, Boudreaux. Um, it's it's the Vancouver Canucks. Um, and it's it, not the Canucks, and it's Rick Tockett. What did she say there? What was in there at the end? Let's hear it one more time. Former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreaux has been fired by the Vancouver Canucks. The team announced the change Sunday, less than a week after president of hockey operations Jim Rutherford said major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. Rick Tukit was hired as Boudreaux's replacement. Rick Tukit. Rick Tukit. She sounds like me trying to pronounce these names. Yeah, Rutherford, right? That was good. Yeah, that's good. The Canucks. The Canucks. They will now and forever be named the Vancouver Canucks. Oh, Billy, something that bothers me is major surgery is needed for the for the Canucks. Yeah, the the entire team is going to have surgery, Billy. We've got to fix the Canucks. Oh, like, wait, there. You know? <laughs> uh, so, so admittedly, NHL names can be hard sometimes. A lot of the a lot of the Ruskies and Joes and everything. NFL names, not that hard, okay? Especially on an NFL show when you have a former NFL player speaking about these NFL names where they're sort of hard for Gronk. Listen in as he talks about the Philadelphia Eagles coaching staff. Those are going to fly. Their offense is the real deal led by head coach Nick Sirianni and offensive coordinator Shane Spikeman. Shane Spikeman. Billy, there's no P in Shane Steichen's name. He's the offensive coordinator for the Eagles. And Nick Sirianni is how you pronounce the head coach's name for the Philadelphia Eagles. Close. Nick Sirianni, I don't know who that is. That's close. And Shane, and Shane Stipen, it wasn't as bad as the NHL one. I'll give you that. But this is Gronk. This is someone who lives football. He's played football. He, he you know, he's a legend. He doesn't give a crap about the coach's names. Come on. Do you think he even knew who the coaches were no, before he got on TV? That was <laughs> he was looking at a teleprompter. Gronk's like, I have no idea who the hell the head coach is for the Eagles. By the way, kudos to whoever. Who who was that? Was that uh, CBS or Fox? I think that was Fox. Kudos to Fox for 
putting uh, Gronk on TV with the with the teleprompter. That's impressive. I I think we need a collab, and I've thought this for a couple months. We need a collab between Gronk and Pat. Yes, <laughs> that would a Gronk and McAfee collab would be just absolutely gold. Billy, this next one you, you referred now once again. Where do the Chiefs play? Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri. Not hard for most people. Uh, hard for some people, and it was hard for this lady. All right, so game one of the divisional round is done. The Kansas City City Chiefs, they move on. What? Excuse me? What was that? What time was that? One more time? All right, so game one of the divisional round is done. The Kansas City City Chiefs, they move on. <laughs> Excuse me? Pardon me? Live TV, folks. Live TV that was played. Kansas City. Kansas City. 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 Yeah. That was a bit of a gaffe there. A bit of a gaffe. Uh, And this next one is a story that Greg Olson talked about uh, for George Kittle and how George Kittle gave him a hug at uh, before the game. And and this audio has been I don't want to say it's been altered, but it's been changed a little bit from its original. Uh, I heard this on Twitter and this is this was too funny. They bleep out a word, and it adds a whole new connotation to the story that Greg Olson is saying. They didn't. They didn't add anything in. They just put a beep in the middle of the sentence, and it, it turns this story into something hilarious. Should I mention now that he busted on your coat because he, he did f- you so hard? I think it's, a, I think it's a important public service announcement. He's going to be getting a uh, an invoice from my tailor as I try to get my suit jacket fixed. So the story was George Kittle hugged Greg Olson so hard pregame that he popped a button, but somebody put that beep in there for hugged, and it uh, brought up a whole new connotation for that story about him busting. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) You know what? Busting the button on Greg Olson's blazer. What is it? What? You didn't didn't have that uh, video that I sent you. What was that? With the creepy uh, Kittle laugh. Oh, my God. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> the creepy Kittle laugh. We're Actually, we're going to include the creepy Kittle laugh in our uh, daily yeah. in our daily little uh, <laughs> little thing. Yeah. Because, you know, I have I have all I have all these other little buttons that I that I never that I never use. You have been digging deep for nuggets. You know, I have all those. <laughs> Jesus. I have I, I have all these other little. All these other little buttons that I uh, that I ne- that I never hit. We're gonna put the creepy Kittle laugh on one of these hot buttons for me, so I can play it in the middle of the podcast. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. That's gonna be me on St. Patty's Day, Billy. A big topic was brought up yesterday on the Pat McAfee show, and it was tweeted out through all of NFL Twitter. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is apparently getting traded, and uh, it, it was news to Aaron yesterday on the Pat McAfee show. It's news to everybody else. My biggest question is, where will Aaron land? It has to be an AFC team, right? You wouldn't think the Packers are going to trade him inside the NFC. You would hope not. Well, I, I have a I have a trade proposition for you, not also, during the segment. I also but. think that it's probably not a good idea to trade Aaron Rodgers, but just throwing that one out there, too. Probably not. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the idea. Uh, I do like the idea of Dallas trading Dak in a first rounder for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I am, I am all on board for that, but I don't think that's going to happen. So, the the five sort of landing spots, I, th- I think four, I think two are likely, and two are not likely, and then there's one of them that might be a dark horse that if it happens, uh, the rest of the NFL is screwed. 
Um, so the first place that I think is very likely is Indianapolis. They have they have a good running game. They're supposed to have a good running game. They have a good offensive line. They're supposed to have a good offensive line. They have a couple weapons, very good defense, and they're really just missing a quarterback. I mean, they, they've tried to piecemeal quarterbacks here and there. Uh, Matt Ryan did a valiant job of, of trying to run that offense this year, but he didn't get any blocking. That I don't know what happened. There, there was there was a big you know misunderstanding there in Indianapolis. And if Aaron Rodgers gets traded there, I think he can probably pick his head coach. Uh, do you like Indy as a landing spot for Rodgers? I mean, it makes sense, but it also made sense for for Matt. So, I, but you, like things have to like turn up because the offensive line yeah. that we talked about being top five that ended up not being top five, the running game which was supposed to be top five which ended up not being top five like you know these things have to actually happen right right uh what about the jets i mean they got Brees hall they got garrett wilson they have a decent defense um he's you know aaron Rodgers is friends with zach wilson uh maybe he can mentor him and you know i don't think i don't know how old aaron Rodgers' mom is so i don't know if he's going to get into a mess with zach wilson there uh but you know i think that's a i think that might be a likely landing spot if he wants to go to new york they have some weapons there yeah there's definitely some weapons there, and I think it would be fun to see that. But also, no, just yeah, I mean, it, it feels gross, doesn't that? Yes. Yeah, going the same route as uh, his predecessor, Mister Brett Favre. Uh, the Titans. What do you think about the Titans? Titans don't have a quarterback right now. Now, granted, they don't really have as many weapons as the Jets or Indy does, and I don't know what's going to happen with Derrick Henry in the off season. I. I I think that might be a good pairing, him and Vrabes. Um, but I have I get the feeling that the Titans want to rebuild now. Titans aren't really set to a win now mode, in my opinion. I think they're more of a all right. Let's we got we sort of got to reset, rebuild, get a couple new pieces in. I, I don't see this as a likely landing spot for Aaron. So we've talked ourselves out of Tennessee. Cool. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what about the Raiders? No. 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 I, I would, I would, I would like to see Aaron in, in the uh, the black and silver of a Raider. That'd be cool. I don't think he's going there because I think that's where Tom is going. I think Tom is going to the Raiders, so that's out. I'm, I'm out on the Raiders as well. Titans and Raiders, I'm out. Indian Jets, I'm in. What about this last one on the list, Bill? What about what about the New England Patriots? Uh, I'm not sure Rogers and Belichick can coexist. Can you imagine, like? Aaron telling him, hey, I'm, I'm going to go do some ayahuasca. and uh, do a little ayahuasca. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do a poncho karma cleanse. <laughs> yeah. I, I I think that would mix like oil and water, but if it happens and they can get along, the rest of the NFL is dead for two or three seasons. Yeah. That would be that would be crazy. So those, those, are the, uh, those are sort of the five landing spots in the AFC. I see Rodgers having a chance of going to. Yesterday, everybody said he was being traded. We'll see. It won't happen until March, I would assume, when the new season starts. Uh, I, I would love for my Dallas Cowboys to trade Dak in a first-rounder for him. Uh, we're a win-now team, and we need a quarterback, and we sure as hell don't have one in Dak. So we'll see where Aaron Rodgers lands. He didn't have much to say yesterday on the Pat McAfee Show other than he was whale-watching. All right, Bryce, you ready for the Marine South scoreboard? Yes, sir. There was a lot going on last night, and we don't have a lot of scores, so that sucks. Yeah, a lot of scores from schools that we always have scores from as well, which is which is very very odd. I don't know what, I don't know why. I can't, I couldn't find them anywhere. Social media, Max Preps, nowhere. 
All right, last night in girls basketball, Temple Falls to Lamar County. We're not sure of the score. McKenna Nix had 29 points. Anna Howell had eight. Uh, Heritage beats Central 36 to 28. LFO beats Bremen 48 to 41. Kudos to that Bremen team. That was a top 10 team that had only lost one time, and they kept it with them. Right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That was great. Ellerica beats Chapel Hill 52 to 35. Gracie Byford had 16 points. Amaya Frazier had nine. Harrelson County at Gordon Central, we don't have a score. Heard County at Crawford County, we do not have a score. In boys basketball, uh, we don't have a score for WD at Muhammad at Bowden or Fulton Leadership at Mount Zion. Central beats Heritage 73-57. to Temple beats Lamar County uh, 49-46. Ezekiel Jacobson 13 points, 10 rebounds. Amon Jackson 14 points. Alex Banks 14 points. LFO beats Bremen 61 to 55. Villarica falls to Chapel Hill 48. Ooh, my eyes just adjusted and that did not work well. 48 to 69. Uh, Harrelson County at Gordon Central and Heard County at Crawford County. We do not have a score for. In college basketball last night, Georgia Tech falls to Clemson 72 to 51. Tonight on the Smith's Floor Coverings Games and Events calendar, we have college basketball. Uh, UW is at West Florida. That's boys and girls. And then UGA will face off against Tennessee tonight. They are in Tennessee, in Knoxville. So let's go. Tennessee is uh, number four in the country, I think. They're they're pretty high ranked. They're a good team this year. That'll be a nice test for that uh, that Georgia Bulldog squad. I think they're number four. Yep. Bill, you ready for another cup of coffee, man? I, I need a cup of coffee, but yes. I got flags, too! All right, let's do it. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strong with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Give her a call if you want to buy or sell a house on the west side. Tennessee is a 16.5-point favorite tonight. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a tough. I might take UGA in the points on that one. Uh, in TM5's Daily Fantasy League from last night, Miguel Almarone was zero goals and one or two shots, I think. Uh, he finished in last for me. That's nice to see. Armando... Bacon, as uh, our judge liked to call him this morning, <laughs> he, had, he had 18 points, eight rebounds, and four assists. I watched most of that game last night. He played well for UNC. Uh, and then David Pasternak. Pa- I, that's what I thought his name was, Pasternak. Uh, one goal, three assists, and seven shots. I believe he took the top spot last night, yep. right? I yep. believe is what we got. Uh, Pasternak took the top spot, so that so gives that, Peter three points. Back, back wins for Peter. That's right. He has 31. He has now moved into second place, eight points behind Billy. Uh, and a nice run of zeros for me has me in last place with 30 points. Uh, so I'm I'm nine points out of the league, and Peter is eight points out of the league with only four or five days left in this uh, in this TM5 monthly Peter's challenge. He's coming back. Here we go. That's right. Watch out. And you picked Xander Choufle yep. today uh, out there. Where are they playing at? Tory Pines, Pines, I think, is where they're playing at. It's where Xander Choufle is from. Uh, Tory Pines He's from out there. Yep. Was he born on the 18th green? Uh, I wouldn't say born, but he was born around there. Sounds like a Caddyshack <laughs> reference or something. I was born on the 18th green. Oh, you, Pines. you get you get Caddyshack references, but you can't get Major League references. This is ridiculous. Hey, I've seen Caddyshack six billion times. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, eight-time Gold Glove third baseman Scott Rowland makes the Baseball Hall of Fame. Man. Congratulations, for you like Scott. Why do you hate Scott Rowland? What Rowland. do you have against Scott Rowland? Why do you I'm hate that not... guy? 
when you think of, see here's my my problem when you think of baseball players when you're going when you're doing the the little test right you're looking at the ballot when you think of a person and they don't immediately pop up to you as a hall of famer he's not a hall of famer and when i when scott Rowland first popped up in my head when he first hit the ballot i didn't think he was a hall of famer Good. Is that anything personal because you hate Scott oh, Rowland? It has nothing to do with my any personal vendetta I have against Rowland, which I don't have any. So you do have a personal vendetta against Scott Rowland. Um, but it's it just has everything to do with how I think most voters should vote. And if you immediately don't think of Scott Rowland, I think he's a very good player. Um, but this is the Hall of Fame, not the Hall of Very Good. So... It's very true. A rookie of the year, seven-time All-Star, uh, won the World Series in 2006, eight-time Gold Glove and Silver Slugger winner, uh, now Hall of Famer. Well, congratulations. Scott um, Rowland. And, hey, Scott and Rowland. Andrew Jones still is not a Hall of Famer, which is bad. Well, he never won Rookie of the Year, and Scott Rowland did. So I think that's the tiebreaker right there. Yeah, Andrew also is one of four people in Major League history to have 400 home runs and 10 consecutive Gold Gloves. Oh, I'm sure the other three aren't Hall of Famers. Every single one of them are. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it still baffles me that Andrew Jones is not in the Hall of Fame. Um, I, I don't I don't know. I, I really don't understand that. He he has he has over 400 home runs. He has over a thousand RBIs. Um, you know, almost almost has 2,000 hits. Did, I, did I, he I drop off at 30? You. Yes, yes, he dropped off at 30. But when you look at his what his years were. I mean, John Smoltz said, he, and Craig Maddox said he was the best center fielder that ever played behind him. And when two Hall of Famers say that's best that he ever played behind him, that means he's a Hall of Famer. I, I seriously don't know if I can never tell you a center fielder that I've seen play the position better than Andrew Jones. I, I think the Braves might have one now, but it's way, 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 way too early yeah. to say that. <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah. I, I think I think Michael Harris has a lot of potential, but Andrew Jones did it in center field from between the time he was 19 until he was 30. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. Andrew Jones is a Hall of Famer. Uh, White Sox Mike Clevenger under investigation for the MLB about some misconduct with a woman. Apparently, uh, a woman posted on Instagram that he had some. I don't know. He did something and. Uh, so the MLB is now investigating him for violating the MLB's domestic violence policy. Imagine that. Yeah. So we'll see where that goes. You know, I, I, I always hate this because if, if it's true, Clevenger should absolutely be punished a thousand percent be punished. But I mean, how many times do we see people just reaching out for a check or trying to get their viral moment or trying to be, you know, whatever it is. I, it's so hard to judge situations like this. If it's, if they find him, guilty punish him by all means to the extent of the law but if he is not guilty and this is you know an unbi an unbased accusation then the person that brought these accusations against clevenger needs to be punished with the exact same punishment clevenger well, would have got uh, but to be but, but to be fair mike clevenger has a lot more to lose than this person that's accusing him does yeah and let's not forget too that um um trevor bauer was never charged for any of his quote unquote misdoings and he got a ridiculous suspension so 
I think if I was Trevor Bauer, I'd be like, he's Clevenger better get like 100 and whatever games it was. You know what I mean? I, if I was Trevor Bauer, I would sue the MLB. <laughs> I thousand percent would sue I'm the not MLB. Joking, man. Yeah, no hesitation. Uh, Aaron Rodgers said he's open to reworking the deal if he plays in 2023. So all the trade rumors are coming down. He's not even sure if he's going to play in 2023. So that, that'll be another offseason interesting saga was, between him and That and was Tom also Brady. a hypothetical question, if I remember correctly. It was it indeed. Was. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully Aaron Rodgers will go on a podcast and cuss out his, uh, his co-commentator like Tom Brady did yesterday when he was asked if he's going to come back. Uh, Bronny James and Kentucky signees lead the McDonald's All-American list. Billy, where is Bronny James going to go to college? Well, the correct answer is Ohio State. Uh, Today in 1945, the New York Yankees sold by Rupert Estate to construction magnet Del Webb and partners Dan Topping and Larry McPhail for $2.8 million. Billy, in 1945, the Yankees were sold for $2.8 million. Bryce, and you've got the Google machine popped up in front of you. What was two point eight million in nineteen forty five to now? Let's see, two point five million. Two point eight. Two point eight million. Two point eight. Let's see what the inflation rate right. is. I, I'm gonna say that is let's see, inflation calculator. Here we go. Uh nineteen forty five, that would be two let's see, eight, one, two, three. One, two, three. Calculate now. And it looks like that would be half a billion yeah. dollars. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yep. Yep. So and that and then and you would you couldn't buy the New York Yankees right now for half a billion no. dollars. That just not even close. No. But that is that is roughly what it translates. How much do you think the, the New York Yankees uh how, how much do you think they're worth? Oh. Random guess. I would say two and a half bill. Oh my goodness. I didn't expect this much. Holy smokes. They they estimate the brand has a value of six billion dollars. Yeah. That's a lot. Wow. Wow. That is a that is a ton. I think they're the most expensive franchise in all of sports. Yeah. Cowboys might be ahead of them, but I'm not sure. Yeah, Yankees, $6 billion. You got anything else to add today on a hump day, no, man? No, we've got a couple interviews today. Uh, be sure to look out for for them to be dropping. Um, Fenley will drop probably later this month or probably later in February. Um, but yeah. uh, we are going to talk with uh, head coach Cody Knight of the Central Alliance about his state championship team today. So um, I haven't talked with Bryce about this, but hopefully we can get that out. Uh, as soon as possible so we'll see we'll see if we can get that out soon for for everyone listening all right everybody be safe out there driving in the work it is a wet one and we will see y'all tomorrow same time same place shake your neighbor just shake them